Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Navigating through the energies of New Earth is not an easy process and can become extremely overwhelming at times. As we all ascend into higher frequencies, we're all being guided to embrace our own unique divine pathway, a pathway created in the vibration of love. Join Vibe Nation radio host, international psychic medium, Carrie Turcotte, as she guides her listeners to rediscover themselves by accessing the keys of knowledge that already exist within. Each week's show is divinely orchestrated to intertwine with the universal energies, allowing the listeners to go deeper within and understand the message being shared even greater. When you live in the frequency of love, there is no competition, so Carrie will be joined regularly by fellow soul family members who will bring forth wisdom and knowledge she knows should be shared on a global level. At the end of each show, Carrie will tap into the energies of the listeners to see what message Spirit wants to share with all those listening in for the upcoming week. If you really want to get to know who you truly are, come and join us now on Vibe Nation Radio, here on the IOM Radio Network. And it is uh, the 4th of September, Labor Day weekend, Labor Day itself. A lot of interesting things going on all around the planet, uh, but especially here in the United States, it seems like we are seeing duality kind of uh, amped up here. The, the West Coast is burning up and the East Coast is getting slammed by hurricanes. So it seems like things here in the material world are getting more and more acute, and that's not necessarily a bad thing because it is time for the collective to start awakening to that realization that we are creating the reality that we are experiencing. So this is Chris Anderson, One Feather, and uh, the the program you're listening to is uh, one, our Indian Summer. So I'm hoping that Carrie will be calling in here shortly and joining me, but just as a... Uh, as an update on the planetary movements here, um, it looks like we are moving at an accelerated pace toward a full moon in the sign of Pisces, and that's going to be happening on the 6th, two days from today. And I think this is going to be a very intense full moon because it is uh, incorporating a lot of Neptunian energy. And when you get Neptune in the flow and uh, sextiling Pluto and Capricorn, um, you definitely are going to have some very acute energy that you will be having to deal with. Um, sun currently is at about 12 degrees Virgo, so um, <clears throat> the energy force itself, the actual energy flow, is coming from that part of the heavens where Virgo resides.
resides. And that's all about nurturing and uh, fertility and really working to preserve the earth and to make the earth uh, habitable for us. And it seems like we're being called onto the carpet as far as um, that Virgo Pisces interaction once we hit that full moon. How how much of uh, a uh, <clears throat> guardian and protector and preserver of the earth have we been? And of course, you know, that's all going to come to the surface now. It's time for time for an accounting, I guess you could say. We currently have Mercury at 28 degrees Leo and dancing around in the heavens in a retrograde fashion. And uh, that's uh, pulling us back to our heart. Leo is uh, a fire sign, symbolic of the, uh, of the heart chakra. And uh, so our thinking, our communication, uh, the way that we are approaching our connection to humankind in general is uh, coming from that center of the sun. And Mercury is uh, asking us, you know, are we being true to our commitment to uh, operate from the heart, to have compassion, to have a sense of uh, acceptance of those who are around us? And if you are a student of non-duality, as I am, uh, this usually shows up in the multiple levels of recognition that there's only one life. So every time you condemn, every time that you pass judgment, every time you place yourself above another, you actually are doing that to yourself as well. So it is, it is one life, it is one world, it is one humanity. And uh, if you're not capable of grasping that, then you're more of the problem than uh, part of the solution. So hopefully we'll all collectively start waking up and working on the idea that I am the one who is in charge of me and I elect to give myself uh, healing and mercy and grace through that process of extending that to every living form around me. So we are on kind of a kind of a sharp edge here. It is the razor's edge that we are approaching. We've got Venus advancing at 11 degrees Leo and Venus is uh, you know a higher vibration of the feminine energy. It has a lot to do with our perception of ourself in relation to others. So it shows up as relationship issues. It also is representative of the feminine within each and every one of us. And uh, having it in Leo, once again, is bringing it back to that space where um, we're being called upon to operate from the heart, to operate from that deeper level. We have Mars at 29 degrees Leo, and Mars is uh, the divine masculine, and uh, it's at a critical degree today. Any time that uh, you encounter the 29th degree of any sign, it is kind of a review of all of the energy of that sign. 
because when it hits 30 degrees of Leo, that means it enters into zero degrees of Virgo. So Mars is asking you, have you done what was necessary? Have you been willing to initiate? Have you uh, gone out and actually uh, launched into a higher vibration, into a higher way of approaching life itself. And uh, okay, great, thank you. And uh, so within that, uh, we'll see that Mars energy again being uh, called to reflection about what it is we're supposed to be doing in our relationship to humanity and to tending the earth. And uh, Apparently, I have somebody on board with me here now. Hello? Hello, Chris. Sorry about that. I got a little carried away. And, and so how's it going? <laughs> Talking about Mars? Really good. I was just uh, doing a little review about how the West Coast is burning up and the East Coast is being submerged. And it seems like um, we're being called upon to look at how to reconcile those two different energies, you know. And the way I am inclined to interpret it is, uh, you know, the uh, the West Coast is uh, representative of the conservative faction, politically, spiritually, religiously, whatever, however you want to f- imagine it, the masculine energy. And the feminine is uh, kind of representative of the liberal energy, the emotional uh, the desire to create uh, a collective and this opposition that has been going on in our political and religious institutions for the last nine months or the last nine years seems to really being be being polarized and made very apparent to us. So anyway, my guest is Devin Byrne. And Devin, what do you have to say about what's going on out there? Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's funny how, you know, we get into extremes of our mind and what we're believing and what we're seeing is happening and and sending if we believe in it, it doesn't really matter the subject, like say, you know, politics or anything like that. Is you know, it's applied to everything and even natural phenomenons it, it starts manifesting in the same sense of being extremes as well. And, yeah, it's beautifully put, uh, talking about uh, the masculine and feminine and understanding of that, that this manifestation of the spiritual universe and the holographic universe uh, is is attempting to represent, you know, what we believe and what we think of our reality. And so that's why, you know, it's talked about as this Armageddon-type idea that, you know, it it doesn't really matter if it's actually the end-all, be-all or anything. It's more when you're coming to the awakening and it's getting, uh, you know, over that threshold of the percentage of consciousness, then naturally the world will be falling apart. Yeah, and it seems like it's really amping up right now. So um, what is your thought on how to respond to this? Are we supposed to get out there and join a picket line or put together, uh, you know, our posters so that we can protest or um, uh, is is there something that you think is central to uh, approaching this very dramatic era that we seem to have entered into rather abruptly? 
Yeah, as far as being, you know, central, I could really only tell you what mine is uh, as far and what I'm, my special function is here. Uh, but as far as for anybody, you know, only they will really know where they're supposed to be as in, you know, fill in the, the blanks kind of an idea of uh, some someone needs to represent all of these things, even as fire needs to represent fire and flaming and burning as much as water needs to represent drowning and soaking and, and all these things. It's like we have a specific special function as far as in the story. <laughs> Thanks, Devin. We'll be right back with Devin after this commercial break. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Aloha. My name is Jennifer O'Neill, and I'd like to invite you to come join me every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time for my show, Spirit Chat. Spirit Chat focuses on simplifying the process of using the spiritual tools and gifts you were born with in a way that fits into your everyday life. I also teach different techniques that will help you learn how to navigate the spirit realm and empower you on your own spiritual journey. So join me this Wednesday as I guide you through the spirit world. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back with Devin Byrne uh, and Devin Devine, as he is also known, uh, who is a teacher.
teacher and student of A Course in Miracles, among other things, and a shaman, and uh, definitely tagged into uh, living life on all the different multiple levels of how it is manifesting right now. So, Devin, you were talking about uh, the roles that we take on, how we can approach these uh, sudden shifts and changing times. Um, so what do you think is, is going to be uh, the primary focus over the next few months here? It's becoming very apparent that this next storm is lining up to hit the U.S., and it could be unprecedented in size. So that means there is major chaos on the horizon, or at least a high probability of that. Um, how do you think that, that humans uh, should be responding to this uh, advance of uh, evolution. Yeah, I would suggest that as far as coming to know the world and acting out when it seems as if it's calling for us to come out is really this call to go within. And that's not so much to not act and not do and not be whoever you're going to be, but so much as, you know, to know who you are in your position in the world know what you're meant to do that somebody saying something or doing something could literally change the course of this entire story and it, it really is written into the script and essentially you can't really fall out of that but you can sure feel as if you can and if you're called and motivated to do and be a certain way it's it i would say follow that it's inspired really to allow yourself to uh, help and assist this whole whole path of awakening, this whole path of unfolding in our manifestation. So as far as the chaos, you know, to be confident and firm in what you're meant to do and what you're being guided to do is very important. Right. And, uh, you know, you've, you're sitting up on the mountaintop there in uh, Utah and kind of uh, on the, the continental divide or very close proximity to it. What is the vibe around you from the, you know, from the people that you're interactive with? Because you're not really directly linked to either the the east or west coast right now. You're kind of in the the centrist position. Well, I would almost say that I'm having that same occurrence with everybody around me. That uh, my life has been, you know, I'm somewhat being secluded and kind of going in into my little cave here. I've been dealing with just raising my children as I have a baby at home right now. And so it's been kind of a whole nother experience. So I'm not entirely going out a whole lot and dealing with a lot of people. And, and that's, I, I see that same thing reflected in them and, and what I do see. It seems as if there's a, a bit of a seclusion happening and maybe you're referencing to the common religion around here being the uh, mainstream Mormon church. Uh, there's a lot of seclusion around. It's pretty much a call to everybody's, you know, you got to be, this is the last days, these are the end times, you know, and, and people are getting really nervous about what's going to happen and who's possessed by the devil and who's not. So, <laughs> it gets, so everybody wants to seclude in their little communities. And, and oh, that's that interesting. <laughs> so there, there is a dialogue around, the idea of the apocalypse and end times and all of those uh, images that that really can be very terrifying, huh? Yeah, it definitely can be, especially if you think of yourself as a body. That's 
going to die. You think of your kids as a body and they're going to die. And, you know, it's all going to happen eventually. We just try and put it off as long as possible. But if you're aware of any sort of higher self at all, you know, it, it brings a sense of confidence, a, a sense of knowing that is definitely <laughs> foresees this entire experience of what seems to be a scary, stressful time. Right. And uh, so ultimately it's... Uh... It's another one of those cycles. I remember back in the 1950s when uh, Israel and Egypt were head-to-head and Russia was backing one faction and we were backing another and kind of caught in between because we had backed both factions. And there was a a serious expectation in, I would say, two-thirds of the population that we wouldn't make the year – 1960 that you know we were at the the end of our rope and of course uh, then we had the cuban missile crisis and then we had this crisis and that crisis so it really is again that polarization that is scaring people and uh, then the angel of death seemingly passes over us so uh, have you noticed just in uh, the years you've been around that the cycle seems to pop up uh, randomly and cause everybody to freak out it is interesting uh as far as saying that i wouldn't necessarily say uh, you know seeing everybody freaking out i'm not entirely into politics or even news in general of looking at seeing a whole lot of things happening in the world uh, but i do happen to to hear things and see things that just throughout my day and Unusually, I I just see it as oh you know an ex I realize and connect it and join it with this idea that's happening in my life. Like I see it, you know, it's a natural thing to see disaster happening when I'm seeing disaster in my mind, and it's not unusual to see that occurring. And it's almost like oh yeah, that's expected because I was having this you know sense of uh, wildfire and hurricanes in my mind, and symbolically kind of manifest became into reality so i do when i do deal with people often it's like oh yeah you know you're just an aspect of the same thing in which i'm representing and you know as <laughs> you're not entirely shocked you're like you can't really say something that i'm not expecting and i don't know how to explain that entirely but it's you know it's all one and can you be aware of it wow being in the experience of not being aware of it, not knowing what's to come. That's part of the thrill. You know, we wouldn't be doing this if we knew everything. It would be kind of just boring. Yeah, it's like going on a roller coaster ride for the first time. You know, they they develop one uh, at uh, a theme park, and they don't reveal the outcome. And so you get to be, you know, yeah. uh, shocked out of your, uh, out of your under, underwear. <laughs> By all these events that occur when you're on the roller coaster, so that's kind of paralleling what what happens to us when we elect to become a body and come into this world, isn't it? Yeah, and even if you do see what's coming, you know, like oh, this roller coaster goes upside down and, and twists this way and goes backwards at the end. You know, even if we do see it, it's a totally different experience of being firsthand in the roller coaster. You're feeling it on a different dimension, you know, a different level. And so it's a whole nother experience. Even as we say, 
you know, yeah, we're the creator of our reality, but we're also the perceiver of our reality and experiencing it firsthand. So it's, it has this whole, you know, it's easy to get confused in what and who you are when you're kind of divided up on all these different factions of perceiving. Right. And so how does one get back to um, being integrated so that you are the object as well as the observer? Well, I mean, it was a journey for me, and that's really all that I can speak of, but just wanting it above all else and taking all the uh, steps necessary to achieve that, that's following that internal guidance of where to go and what to do. Uh, you know, you're already being, everybody is being guided by it. It's just, do I make decisions that are trusting this higher self, trusting this higher experience, or am I making decisions avoiding fear and what I think is to come and expecting death? You know, often we, we will find ourselves curling up into our little corner in a, a cave <laughs> for the wrong reasons if we are insisting everything is leading to death and destruction. So it's, it's definitely a trust in something higher than yourself. And obviously an identity shift toward uh, recognizing that you are not the body that you created to uh, have this yeah. kind of a psychotic adventure with. So it is, uh, it, be, it becomes a very uh, profound journey in self-realization. And uh, so this is probably you know, a good catalyst to get a lot of people to look more seriously at who they actually are. It is inevitable. Some people would tell you that you don't know who you are until you're in battle. And that's kind of referring to once you think your life is on the line, then you're going to, you know, do things and be things that you didn't think were possible. And, you know, some some would define that as, you know, you don't, know if you're a good person until your life you're literally putting your life on the line for it you know and, and in the same sense is like i think of it as you don't know how much power you have until you are pushed to use it you know and, and that being a life-threatening situation often and so i think as far as going through these disasters and stuff and and this supposed end times is going to be assisting and pushing people to reveal themselves to themselves you know do you and are you and do you believe in it being possible to have supernatural abilities or even that you are the son of god or believe in something or, or you know what are you going to do are you going to awaken or or pray to something else or or <laughs> sit there and die you know, what do you believe you really are right and that uh, that ultimately will lead you down that rabbit's hole to the recognition of a state of non-dualism as far as who you are and what your life is all about. So when you first uh, started to make that breakthrough into the recognition that there is nothing else out there, there is only, you know, God, and you are uh, intimately <clears throat> integrated so that there is no distinction between you and God, uh, how, did, how did that unfold for you? Was that a comfortable idea, or was that something that you were um, <clears throat> kind of conditioned by the religious community around you to not even look at that because that could show up as uh, blasphemy? Yeah. 
I, it's hard to say when it actually occurred or anything, but it was more of an acceptance of something that I was starting to realize very or very early on. And it was being in the religion I was, it, on one hand, it tells you that God is omnipresent and omniscient. <laughs> and on the other hand, you know, God's on a planet far away. And as well as, you know, this presence of its Holy Spirit or its Holy Ghost that is everywhere and, and at all things. And yet, if you do things against its will, it will divide and separate itself from you. It, it didn't really make much sense to me as far as this omnipresence. If it really is omnipresent, then there's no real emptiness or void where it's not and I am. It right, must be the exactly. same. Yeah, there is no separation in truth and reality, and that's really that's the difference between religion and spirituality. The spirit draws us to a higher plateau, and <clears throat> and seeing we'll that right truth, back. like yeah. does that? Okay. Yeah, I'm not hearing our intro music, but we're due for a little bit of a commercial break here, so. Uh, we will be right the commercial back. Commercial breaks on a break. Devin Devine. Ah, whoops. Free your mind with Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Have you ever wondered how to change your love paradigm? The secret key is finding a love partnership, not just a regular connection. How do you find these? Through conscious relationships. Ascending Hearts Dating is a dating site. For okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For people like you that believes in second chances and a different type of spiritual connection, try Ascending Hearts for free today at AscendingHearts.com and change your love paradigm. Ascending Hearts, the premier dating community for the spiritually awake. Eros Evolution is where sexuality and spirituality meets. Join me, clinical sexologist Martha Tara Lee on Eros Evolution on Thursdays, 4 p.m. Eastern on Om Times Radio. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. 
we understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org slash caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. And I am back with uh, Reverend Devin Jesse Byrne, who is uh, also known as <laughs> Devin Divine. And uh, we've been chatting about uh, how duality seems to really be uh, ratcheting up right now in these current times and how it can become very, very scary. So um, as far as uh, what you're doing with your your you know, the people that you are directly connected to, your circle of people, uh, <clears throat> are you finding that you're having to come in with um, oh, different levels of calmness, trying to get everybody to back off the ledge and not get too invested in uh, what is uh, appearing to be? Oh, in a way, but... Honestly, I'm I'm a little different with everybody, and that's to say that I'm more concerned about healing what is there as far as even seeing someone else, even talking to you right now, is like you are a representation of something I believe still. And so I, you and I are on a very specific journey of healing that specific belief. And so everyone I deal with is, is another specific type of belief. And so it calls upon a different characteristic within myself. And it goes, each one goes through this kind of period of undoing where uh, things get chaotic and, and then you, you're purging of, of stuff that's in the way, purging of, of beliefs that are blocking that truth. And then in that same belief of that awareness of even having another person, uh, you naturally start healing together and coming to heaven together and as far as using those terms. So right. <laughs> I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that makes sense because uh, what it is is it's, a, a, you know, the next step in that journey of realization that there is nobody else, that you are, you know, everybody that uh, uh, that you imagine is out there is actually inside you. And I think that that... Yeah. Uh, that's that next big step that we're all trying to finish up as far as resolving the way it shows up in our lives. So overall, um, are you a person who plans, who has lots of plans, or are you a person who has arrived at a point where it's just, you know, okay, I'm here and uh, let's let uh, higher consciousness or God or however you want to envision it take the wheel and uh, you can just sit back and and uh, participate from that level of of uh, being the observer rather than the victim of all these different upheavals and chaos that uh, yeah. that keeps showing up over and over again yeah that's a good way of describing it as far as when it happened it's it's more or less a not having a plan uh doesn't avoid planning you know it's referring to like if in this moment i'm setting a plan then that's what i'm doing in this moment i have no plan not to plan i have no plan to plan uh, it's just going to happen or it's not regardless and 
you know, so like even scheduling this program, like it's not in, you know, I, I'm not concerned if it's going to happen or not. I'm not concerned if, you know, I should plan on it or not. You know, I shouldn't avoid saying, oh, no, I don't plan anything. So I'm not going to schedule that with you. I'm not going to agree to that time or anything. And it's more like, you know, just whatever is happening in the moment, I know and see and trust this divine creator within me that it's just naturally unfolding. So it's like in, in my life, I usually get, I, I feel like I have all these branches of options of things to do. And uh, I find that I'm just following this guidance. I, I grow and expand on one and then I grow and expand on another. And I, this day I'm like expanding on this one. And, and I just naturally trust that, you know, it's going to get done as much as it's going to need to get done. And that when like I get guided back to this other thing and it then expands further and, and I get guided back to this other one. And that's just how I, I work with it. And then there's no stress about it. It's, it's almost as if, you know, my guidance and is my secretary and, and my scheduler, my planner and all this stuff that I'm not too concerned about it. I'm just going to do whatever I'm called to do right in this moment. And really that's just be aware of being called or not and following or not. Right. So you're getting to that, again, that uh, middle road where you are the observer. Uh, you realize also that to a certain degree you are, you know, uh, the central participant, but you are not um, uh, trying to control it from the mundane level. Yeah. You're allowing your own divinity to be the uh, the stimulant that makes the, the decisions then. So, and how yeah. did you arrive at that point? Because, you know, not uh, that's not an easy journey to get at a place like that where you can just relax, you know, even as you're heading into the eye of the storm. Well, it's, it's tricky because I can't really tell you I've arrived at it yet. You know, it's like the same thing. It's like it, it's something you can never arrive at. It's, it's the constant unfoldment of this moment. So, uh, but as far as coming into that mind training and the training to be in the unfolding moment, opposed to a defined moment or a goal or a planned moment or something, uh, I, I mean, I went on a very serious journey of trying to get out of everything I thought was an illusion and a dream. And I was, I was taken on the road for five years of not knowing where I should go and what I should do or if I should go left or right or anything and just completely focusing on uh, my internal guidance and the voice of the Holy Spirit and just letting it unfold and, you know, not knowing if, if this way is right or that way is right or, or anything. And, it, you know, it brought me down different different ways of thinking. And, in fact, even part of it, I was, uh, except I, I was with a person uh, in a relationship with a person uh, that I've, I was, completely just following the guidance to do so. And this person was very outgoing and loud in, in the sense that, that like balancing out what I was, I was very quiet and just secluded and going within and not worried and concerned about being loud. And it, it came into my guidance that I was to learn how to be loud and how to, how to be very opinionated and, and learn from her. And so it, it went down this road of learning that and until it was almost domineering and overpowering and uh, to her. 
and too loud and too much. And, and so it took me down this whole route of becoming this opposite of what I was. So then I would learn how to be balanced in between. And, and guidance is like this all over the place. It's like when you think you're some extreme of one way or the other, you're going to be forced to go, or not forced, but guided to go uh, down the, uh, an extreme opposite route so that you can learn to balance in between. It's like when you think it's one way, you're misunderstanding as well. It's not either way. And, but you're, you follow this guidance and this trusting to that it's just unfolding within you and becoming that balanced moment as you're speaking of. Right. So basically you're saying that uh, self-doubt um, actually can be, you know, uh, something that holds you back. You you really have to just embrace whatever is going on in your life in the moment and allow it to unfold yeah. in whatever way it wants to unfold. And then you can actually... Uh, get some sense of of what truth or what reality actually is. Yeah, I like that sense of uh, self-doubt is a good way of describing it because if you really were in this moment, you wouldn't know what talents you were capable of and what skills you had or anything, and you would just simply be whatever you are. And the thing about whatever you are is capable of doing anything and everything and not just the excuses from your past of what you learned. So it's, it's phenomenal to get and be in that moment and to find out what you're capable of. Right. And uh, well, I know that, you know, you had talked about uh, having your unique journey and in, uh, in your own process of awakening. How did that occur? I mean, did you just wake up one morning and, and uh, have this urge to understand everything that was going on around you to try and give definition to the events in your life or was it a deeper journey? Well, I don't remember a time in my life at all, uh, ever. Uh, and even in my death experience of remembering and recalling everything from the very moment of conception and birth and all that, where I didn't have a desire to know everything in life and, and so I, my mom would tell you that uh, even as a child, I just wanted to get in everything, learn how everything worked. Uh, if there was something happening, I had to be in there learning it, learning it, learning it. And that just kind of was the same sense of, yeah, that was a sense of duality and learning of duality. But it, it was that same desire to and yearning for learning. And so it didn't, I couldn't say that it was, you know, at any point where it started as far as wanting to know everything. <laughs> I still tell you that in my journey, uh, I really did have this goal of, of wanting to know everything of the universe. And and so coming to that, as far as when I knew that I, when I started to know that I was a little different than everybody else, is I, I started having conversations directly with God, as far as using those terms, uh, when I was about 12 years old, and a very clear voice that silenced the rest of my mind. Uh, which we would kind of have direct conversations, uh, simple one-liners that just blew my mind and uh, gave me something to think about for the rest of my days. And uh, so from there, it's just, you know, what takes you to the next step? What what class is it that takes you to the next step, the next class, the next teacher, the next thing? And, you know, until there's no more teachers, until there's no more classes, that you can possibly learn from. And it's the same thing with this dimensional existence. 
you know, this physical reality is just one of those steps, one of those uh, storylines to learn from. And really, it's it's to learn of yourself, ultimately reaching that point of all existence, of all knowledge. Right. So really, in truth, <laughs> the whole journey is just uh, an exercise in uh, self-discovery, and then ultimately that moves... Uh, that moves you into a, a lot of different realms that uh, <clears throat> spiral upwards, it seems like. And I know for myself, uh, every time I get to a plateau, it seems like uh, all of a sudden there's a new a new horizon that opens up. And then it's like, oh, I need to go down this avenue. So are you finding that for yourself, yeah. too? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as the classes and, and things to learn and, and stuff like that, it was uh, this big part of my journey of new lessons, new learning. But now it's a sense of expression, and that's another way of learning is how can I express this instead? You know, How can I teach this instead? And that's a whole other avenue of thinking, that's for sure. It absolutely is. And within that, there's that... Uh that desire to explain. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Express as opposed to actually performing uh, the expression itself. And, and it seems like there is a distinction between those two realms. Are there not? Uh, in a way, I suppose it's depends on if I'm attempting to, even in this moment, just describe what's going on or uh, just seeing what's going on. I can either write a book about my story or I could just live my story. Either way, it's going to have some sort of impact in the world. Right, exactly. And uh, I think we're moving up toward another commercial break here. So um, yeah. we'll con continue this uh very convoluted discussion with uh, Jesse in just a minute. <laughs> Bringing you the best of the conscious minds in the world. Home Times Radio, your conscious lifestyle on steroids. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network. Tune in to the Practical Intuitive, Mind, Body, Spirit for the Real World with me, host Robin Fritz, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 Eastern. I'll cover personal and business intuition, animal communication, mediumship, space clearing, past life regression, 
shamanic insights, energy healing, soul choice, and more, all to help you tap your own intuitive and healing skills. No ifs, ands, or buts. Hello, I'm John Lithgow. Manatees are unique among the most amazing animals on Earth, but they're endangered. We pose the greatest threat to their survival. Many manatees are killed or injured by boats or other recreational activities. I'm a writer of children's books, including one about manatees, and I believe education is the key. You can be part of the solution. Please contact Save the Manatee Club right now. Call 1-800-432-JOIN. Thank you. And we were back with uh, Devin Devine, Reverend Jesse Devin Byrne, <laughs> and uh, uh, a man of many names and many skills. So uh, <laughs> as we continue to evolve along these, you know, somewhat perilous avenues that uh, the world is presenting to us right now in this this era of human evolution, uh, what are you noticing with uh, people as far as um, community are is there a sense of a, a true community or is that perhaps more of a myth and uh, that in reality uh, the journey is unique to every individual and it doesn't really change uh, according to you know the idea of community or uh, the expectation of community is is there a spiritual community out there well, it's, it's a tricky one because at the same time, it's yes, at the same time, it's no. And as far as a very specific place, a very specific group, um, I mean, there's, there's endless. And if you're looking for a community, there's so many options. And as far as living with like-minded individuals and kind of enforcing to work and live with each other and deal with each other, uh, it is is very nice and enjoyable to have like-minded people that you can kind of just uh, be at the same level with instead of <laughs> trying to explain, you know, your religious status or something. I mean, as far as most of society, uh, we seem to be on different levels and not necessarily of the same thinking, and, and even people don't understand my spirituality and, and such. Uh, I, I definitely have this dream of having a community as far as one without these, you know, laws and uh, as far as how it should be, that most communities are kind of based off of, uh, as far as a, a commune or something, is based off of some sort of agreement to be a specific way. And usually some guru or something is kind of saying what that way is. And as far as I, you know, I want to be open, but it, it's almost re- that's the same thing as we have in most of society. And so it's it's like what would make it different as far as just an agreement to have some sort of a spiritual construct of some sort. Um, I have this this dream about that and, and to have this interaction with people uh, and enjoy the whole fact of seeing it unfolding and coming into fruition. As far as like community, like I also think of what, what would I be doing in that community that I would be participating in. And it kind of clicked with me one day. It's like, well, you are in a community and you are doing that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know, 
well, I, I, I think I'm dreaming of something that's not here uh, and instead of making here into what I'm dreaming of, and it's entirely possible. Very interesting. Now, have you actually um, had the experience of living w- within that kind of a uh, communal community that you're talking about? Uh, have you ever actually joined yeah. a group of people in a specific place? Uh, and how did that work for you? Yeah, there was a few while I was on my journey, and I, I spent a lot of time with, and I was fully willing to go into it as much as I could, and I, I would give up my service. And the thing about being on a journey is, especially if you only start with a, a little bit of money, as I, as I, like when they're asking for money, as far as you can't join us, you can't be with us without money, uh, then it, it kind of defeats the whole purpose. It's like I, I'm looking for something where, uh, because I don't have money, <laughs> a place I can, my services can be that financial support in, in that in that fashion. So as much as I, I did experience a few different communities, it often came down to that, that they were struggling financially and then put that on everybody. And, and so it, it gets in that kind of in that way. It's like, you know, if everybody was the same, uh, things were, wouldn't be thriving as much as they are. And that's the thing about community is like we think of money as something everybody can provide. But unfortunately, not everybody has money, but they do have other services, ever, other things they can give and provide that they do have. And it's the sense of being open to what they have to offer. As far as specific communities, I, I've spent a lot of time at, at two specific places, was uh, the Vipassana centers of, um, well, there's Vipassana meditation, which is all around the world. They give and free offer free 10-day meditation courses for anyone that's that's willing to focus on that. And they're very specific into this sense of kind of Buddhist-type thinking. And I spent a lot of time with them, uh, mostly because I was really drawn to the technique and what revealed to me uh, through that technique as well as with A Course in Miracles, I spent a lot of time at David Hoffmeister's place. Uh, I even started my journey at going on a three-week devotional and uh, in Canada and started off from there and spent a lot of time at the separate houses that they have and and just let it unfold. And it was, it was all about this internal guidance uh, still and just trusting where I was going to go. And I, I came and went and came and went all over the place. And it was, it was pretty interesting just to see that when you don't have an expectation of what you're supposed to do or, or even in anyone and just completely trusting how everything becomes a, a lesson through, of forgiveness and a lesson in this healing and awakening, it just unfolds. That's cool. So you actually were in the group doing, you know, doing the hands-on stuff. And uh, did you find a community like that, uh, there, there is a sense of comfort, or do you still end up feeling like there's, there's something missing from the whole overall experience? Well, yeah, it's the same as everyday life. You know, it, it's like we think something's going to have the answer for peace and, and comfort and stuff. But even when you get in there, it does, in a way, it's, it's enjoyable, it's fun. But then the same 
psychological uh, bombardments come up as in everyday life and you start seeing it in, in people and things like that. So it's very safe place usually to confront these types of things and these blocks to the awareness of love's presence. And, and so it's very helpful as far as learning how to get beyond them and to see in this moment and the vision of Christ and such. And, and yet uh, at the same time, if you think it's an escape or freedom, you know, you're going to find that it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's as much of a disastrous place as anywhere else that you go. Because you take right. yourself so, everywhere you are. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. No matter where you go, there you are. It's it's you that is having the journey. And so that sense of you as a separate being really is the source of all uh, discomfort or uh, lack or uh, in, uh, being incomplete on one level or another. Is that uh, what you discovered? Yeah, it's it definitely forces you to look within, and especially w- when you're in a community that has put that as their purpose and as their reason for existing. It's very helpful in that fashion to to use it to for that healing. And it, it, you know, they they say, "Oh no, you're." It sounds like you're just focused on fear and focused on your ego or whatever, and and then it's confronting that and you're like oh you know if i accept responsibility you're willing to look at instead of saying no it's your ego no it's you about fear and blah 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 uh instead you're like oh yeah i i think i am focused on fear and i'm trying to avoid death and and all this stuff and uh even in that sense the the kind of issue about money is that it comes up is like Oh yeah, you you don't want to pay us because you're afraid and all this stuff, and it becomes used in a wrong fashion, and <laughs> which makes perfect sense. But it's like also why why are you bringing up money? You know, and I understand that it is me and it's my lesson and it's true. If I, and I gave literally every penny I had and somehow was expected of more, and <laughs> you know, it's like I can only do what I got. That's that's all I got. That's, <laughs> It's funny that it happens to work that way. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it it, it ends up becoming, uh, again, another source of seeing yourself as being incomplete or as not having, you know, uh, anything to offer the world. So that in itself can can be kind of a dark side of, of some of these operations. True. Well, now, Jesse, you are uh, available for counseling and dialogue, and you've got a lot of different stuff going on with podcasts and videos. So how do people track you down in uh, the space-time continuum that we are currently in? So my main website is openandclear.com. That's O-P-E-N-A-N-D-C-L-E-A-R.com. And, yeah, as far as counseling, it's, it's available. I'm here. <laughs> Great. Cut off. Well, I, th- <laughs> I thank you so much for joining me, and I'm sure I'll see you soon on one of our multiple interactive uh, resources here. And everybody enjoy the, uh, the coming full moon and know that you are safe, even though you may be in the eye of the hurricane. Hallelujah. <laughs>